Hey everybody, this is Damian G from the Big Gold Belt Podcast. And if you're located in the Dallas-Fort Worth area like I am, and you have an old school gaming arcade itch you want to scratch, I suggest you go to Free Play Arcade that has three locations throughout the DFW area in Arlington, Richardson, and Fort Worth respectively. It's got all your classic arcade faves from Pac-Man to Pinball to Street Fighter 2. It is your one-stop shop for all your arcade needs. Add to that a full-fledged bar with multiple beers on tap along with impeccable and strict cleaning and social distancing protocols. It's been rated five stars by the Dallas Morning News for four years running. That is Free Play Arcade. You can find us at freeplayinc.com slash save the arcade, where if you want to contribute and you can't make it out to the arcade, you can purchase gift cards, swag, t-shirts, stickers, coasters, and the like. That is freeplayinc.com slash save the arcade. And I hope to see you there. Special shout out to our sponsors, Free Play, um, and all the good folks down there. Definitely give them, uh, check them out on social media. And if you're locally, definitely want to check it out for all your video game and arcade needs, shall I say. It is a big Go Bell podcast. We're live. It's Thursday, 8 p.m. Um, you know, if you're listening to the podcast of this, you can join us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. on all our social medias, uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitch, all that other stuff to catch in on the live stream with us. We got a lot to talk about tonight before we get started. Love is in the air, folks. Just saw it come across my social media. The homie, me and Yim, and the man, Keith Lee, officially engaged. So congratulations to them. That's a really beautiful thing to see. Um, Something else I want to bring in really quickly, too. Um, I got a chance to check out the new series, Young Rock, uh, which is going to be dropping on NBC uh, premiering February 16th. The, my full review is on YouTube right now. Uh, obviously, Young Rock, we're talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Um, it's a show that is uh, pretty much uh, talks about three stages of his life. Uh, you know, college, um, growing up in a wrestling family, and some other, and some other things. And uh, it, it got the tone like everyone hates Chris. Uh, obviously, a lot of things are fabricated. I can even tell you that uh, it's taking place in year 2032. And uh, <laughs> he's running for presidency. You know, the thing everybody's been wanting to happen, I guess. So um, it's the rock of the future looking yeah, back on yeah. his past or something. <laughs> yes. And, and, and every every moment that he has a chance to go down memory lane and. And then talk about some of his good stories. Uh, you know, it's flashbacks to those to those moments. But for the wrestling fans, what's really cool is that, you know, to be honest, like this, this the show is really not really about the rock. It's really about I, I to me, it feels like um a, 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 so I say a love letter to his dad, you know, his late great 
uh, Rocky uh, Johnson, who uh, recently uh, recently passed earlier of last year. And uh, it's just really just about how much his dad influenced his life. And, you know, his dad being around all those great legends, uh, you know, being on the road and in WWE and all that other good stuff. Like, it shows all those conversations and everything that really uh, formed him to be the man he is. So, like, it's really cool. You definitely will... Uh, if, if this is your, you know, your niche, then like, yeah, you definitely will enjoy that. And plus, you know, for all people that just like the rock, you're probably just tuning in anyway. <laughs> Don't even care if half of the stuff floating on your head. So, but yeah, February 16th on NBC, um, 30 minute episodes. Pretty cool. Check it out. Hey, Damien. What's going on, y'all? Not much, dude. Working right. on my powers of teleportation to get from work to, you know, here. So. <laughs> Yeah, you pulled it off pretty good. We just getting started, so you ain't missed a thing. Yeah, we yeah. Have, we're not. Yeah, you know, I mean, if, if you want, you can bring in the show. We we haven't even got started yet. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> awkward. No, not at yeah. all. Like, welcome to the Big Gold Bell Podcast. It is Damian G. It is Will Mahoney. It is the Giant Crab Jamal. We are waiting on Marcellus to get off the work call. But here we are on Facebook, on Periscope, as well as on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Damien G Show. Rest, What's rest our first pe- topic, fellas? Hey, rest, <laughs> rest, rest in peace, Periscope, actually. I think it's Twitter Live or something now. I, I don't Is know. Is it? I oh, think rebranding. so. Uh, yeah, rebranding. Some, on some, the technology. Yeah, some rebranding uh, of some sort is happening, so... It's still got the same logo. That's why I still call it Periscope. Yeah, I, I guess. As long as it doesn't pull a, um, a Google Hangouts to YouTube Live mood, then oh, we're good. <laughs> don't do that, man. <laughs> those are some rough days in the podcasting days, man. You know? um, but yeah, anyway, let's, let's, let's get on topic. Let's uh, talk about a few things for the day. Uh, the first thing is let's, 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 let's uh, position ourselves and talk about AEW and the women's tournament. I like, here's the thing. We all been kind of critical about what are they doing with the women's division? You know, what are they doing with their women's period? Like, you know, um, we've had very extensive conversations of our displeasure about how uh, their talent is being used and overshadowed or even non-existent at times. But nonetheless, they got this tournament that's going down. And we're going to start off by talking about the AEW botched the women's tournament. Now, if you haven't been paying attention, tournament um, is a 12 women? 12, eight, no, 16, no. 16. 16. Yeah, okay. two, bra- two brackets of eight. Yeah. Eight in Japan, okay. eight in the States. Yep, yep, yep. So there's a lot. I mean, the American talent you're pretty familiar with. And the Japanese talent you should be familiar with at least half, but some you are, you may not be. I, I'm going to throw it to Jamal, but I will say this before I do. And there's also a lot of notable talent not in the tournament. So <laughs> I, you know, again, we're back to the same old thing. It's like, hey, we got this cool idea to showcase them. By the way, we're not going to use our homegrown talent. We're just going to just skip that and bring in some other people, whatever it may be. Anyway, the question is, folks, and definitely hit us up in the comments below. Let us know your thoughts. Um, and you can uh, actually change the trajectory of our conversations with your input, by the way. But uh, did they botch the women's tournament? Jamal, what's your thoughts? So that's a very broad question. That's not a simple yes, no answer. Uh, to put the tournament on in the first place uh, is a no. It's it's a win for the women's division in general. That's that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Um, the women, you know, this tournament is an instant storyline starter. Uh, you know, you can make or, or break some new talent uh, and give them the push. Uh, 
you know, not every, not only one person's going to win, obviously, but you, you can have a really good showing uh, in any round. You know, who's going to be the VCU or the North Dakota <laughs> State uh, of this tournament? You know, and then, of course, uh, they split it between the U.S., well, really North mm-hmm. America, but they split it between uh, the U.S. and Japan. So if you're not familiar with Tokyo uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, uh, then you may not have ever heard of these names. Or if you really haven't been following Dynamite since the plague started, you haven't seen these people in a year. So it's a refresher slash introduction to a lot of these women in Japan. And, of course, it's an opportunity for the women in America to step up. Now, it's only 16 uh, teams because this isn't the NCAA, thank God, or there'd be 350 teams but or, or contestants. But the idea is uh, the first question, I guess, to, to you guys is were there any snubs in this tournament, particularly on the U.S. side? Can I ask a question? Why Two. is Rio on the American side? Because she lives in Florida now. Okay, but would she still? Wouldn't she technically still represent her country? Yeah, but she has a Florida driver's license, so no. And it's probably and it's probably a matter of being she's a former champion. She's already familiar to the audience in their mind, mm-hmm. so they're like, okay, we can put her on this side, and that's okay. As opposed to the Japanese side, where that's a totally different thing, and we don't quite have as much confidence in showcasing that division on Dynamite. That was a big story, of course, as of last night. As we All Nick Young question mark eyes in my face, like what? (laughs) So, so so there's a question though. Do you? Then that's why I asked. But that's actually more to the point of why I'm asking. Do you think that someone? Do you think that there was a snub? Because obviously Rio is taking a spot from somebody else, not necessarily more deserving in from a talent perspective, but more deserving from like a spotlight perspective. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Mm -hmm. you know? um, Well. not Conti, but uh, Thunder Rosa and Deeb are, you know, Rosa's in, in the NWA. So is she taking a spot from somebody more deserving that's actually an AEW talent? Uh, Serena yeah. Deeb is an AEW talent, but she has she is the NWA champion. So right. she's already got a belt. Does she need to be in this tournament? Um, and then, of course, what's the point of bringing in these, not necessarily ringers, because obviously it's a business and Rosa sells tickets. But so, yes, you do want her there. But realistically, you're still trying to bring some people up. So then who do they have that they could have replaced them with that would make the tournament as or more interesting than it already is? I don't really have an answer to that question because there's a lot of people interested that a lot of people are there injured, injured or not very good. So is this the best field they could have seeded? Mm-hmm. Maybe is this? Um, did they snub anybody or, or leave anybody out that's more deserving? Um, obviously, Rio is kind of like the elephant in the room as uh, for the American side. But who's more deserving? Who would you replace her with? Okay, I think Rio gets in because she's the first AEW Women's Champion. So I, I figure that is the 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 open door automatic bid for her. If we're going to keep it to NCAA, right? Uh, I'm looking at this bracket on the American side, and there really isn't. I'm not going to sound like Joe Lenardi here, but there's no way, there's no one you take out to slot in, let's say, Abaddon, because I'm looking at this bracket, and this is exactly who 
AEW wants to push or put in that position of like, hey, they've been featured on television. Well, pay attention to us because I think the only person I'm thinking off the top of my head you could have slotted in there somewhere was Penelope Ford. Okay, hold on. Had- right. Right. Hold, 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 hold on. So I just want to be clear. Is Big Swole hurt? No. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering because to Jamal points, tournaments are made to create storyline. And quite frankly, crap, I forgot about Big Swole. Quite, quite You're frankly, right. That entire women's division needs storyline. Thunder Rosa does not. So yes, she sells. She sells, and I get it. Rio definitely should be on the Japan side. It's not even a question. And then the next thing would be, well, who do you need to elevate in this? Who do you actually need to give something to? I can think of another name, Jay Cargill. You got but her. She's already coming. involved in that feud with Cody and Shaq, so that's a little bit. Yeah, and, I was, and I was just gonna say it. Adding you can't on have her first that. match be in the tournament. Now, why not? That's, that's what that's what they always do. Everyone's because her first match is being saved for the pay per view. Yeah, or, I was going to well, say before the pay per view, but that's since been moved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be the first week of March. But I was going right. to say, speaking of Jade Cargill, since Brandy's out of that whole thing now, and Red Velvet has been put in her place and has already been on, you know, AEW Dark and stuff, and is now going to be Cody's tag partner. You don't have Red Velvet on that U.S. side of the bracket. It's not like she's a totally unknown commodity. And if you want to heat her up for being Cody's tag team partner mm. and for this match with Jade. Maybe you want to get a little steam on her, but also might the concern might be though. Well, by the time this thing happens, we don't want her losing in the tournament before that match takes place. Or we don't want her in the tournament because that's going to play into what's going on with Jade. I, I don't know. That might be the concern why they don't have red velvet in there, but yeah, looking at the women's side, it, I don't think there's so much anyone snubbed. You could easily switch some people. I mean, like you say, they got Nyla Rose in there. You can have Nyla Rose or you could have Penelope Ford. You could right. really do either one. It just kind of depends what you want to do with your bracketing. And they have like, you know, Tay Conti or you could have uh, what's her name? Um, um, the other the, the 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 girls that were in the tag that won the tag titles. When they have and Bailey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those two. When they, when they did the tag team, maybe they don't have them in there because they won the tag medallions. But I mean, they have the women's side is featured with the people you tend to see them using on dynamite and featuring on dark Britt Baker, obviously is probably the, the one that has the biggest push of the group as far as you see the most of, but the the Japan side is where it all gets really weird to me. That's where the whole thing becomes. I see what they're trying to do. It's exciting, but then they're doing exactly what they did with the women's tag tournament again, where it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to throw that on YouTube. So it's like, how much confidence do you have in this idea if you're not going to show any of it on on Dynamite? Okay, so then that's the next question then about this. Hold on, hold on, uh, hold, on, hold, on hold on. One, one more thing, too. So you said Rio has a, a driver's license in, 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 in Florida. Cool, but wait, where was she been at the whole 2020? She, wasn't she home in Japan? Wouldn't the keyword be I home? that's where she was. Yeah, she was in Japan. She was working for uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. So, yeah, again, I just don't see how she's just affiliated on the American side. Like, that's still a big head scratcher to me. And to the point that we're talking about now, that's obviously a spot taken from somebody else where they could have Rio on the other side. Makes sense. Actually, you know, talk about chemistry. Some of the people that she worked with, some of the people that's the same body size as her so she can put on uh, a mm. better quality matches and so on and really elevate another talent on that side because of their chemistry. And while that still exists there, Beyond the chemistry, Rio has 
a fan base coming with her. So you you know you're gonna lay American eyes on whoever she's facing. Like, oh, this person's pretty good. They're they're giving Rio some go. I mean, that's just kind of the logic some people go with, especially the ones who just doesn't seek to figure out or or you know or have any or or have ever seen these people before. So like, I think it just makes sense for her to have been on that side. You know, who is your draw over there? Well, okay, so so uh, so that let's go with that then. Um, and that's kind of the question of did AEW botch this? Not necessarily in the sense that they decided to put this tournament on in the first place. Not necessarily in the sense that they really don't have the time on on the, the TV show that matters to give this the effort that it really needs. Um, this the uh, women's match. Personally, I think the women's match last night on Dynamite should have opened the show. They should yep. have gotten 15 minutes, yeah, commercial free. Um, they, it should have the match should have been preceded by a um, a recap or some kind of package. They did a bracketology thing that was about a six minute video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Air that, air that to start the show, mm-hmm. and then go right into the match and give them fifteen minutes. It's eight twenty by this point. You know that's not any any worse off than uh, a normal you know match and segment. So they could easily crank out a twenty minute segment of a decent match between Hirsch and Rosa. Uh, instead, they put them on in the bathroom break spot, uh, which is after the hot match at the top of the hour at 9 o'clock and before the main event. Well, you've just watched an hour and 40 minutes of the show. You're going to go to the bathroom at the women's match. So that, that just is what it is. Um, and also, even in the bracketology segment, and I give to, um, Tony Schiavone credit because dude's a professional, but we need this is an hour long program that they needed to do because we need full vignettes. We need interviews. We need, uh, you know, capsulations of who these women are, especially on the Japanese side. Mm-hmm. If you've never heard of Aja Kong, she's not yeah. your typical Japanese woman. If you've never seen Emi Sakura, you don't understand how important she is to TJPW. Um, or, you know, I mean, like she's, she's a legend over there. And so none, all of these names on paper, to me, Joe American, are just names on the paper. It's interesting that they chose to do it this way, but they kind of didn't give them the best effort to push it forward. So the question now becomes is, what do you do? Uh, do you give them a full show to air you know, the first round of matches, which would have been uh, four matches on Dynamite and then the main event of the tag match? Maybe, maybe not. I think that's more of a risk than Tony Khan and the boys are willing to uh, produce because it's a women's match. And the women's match in the ratings haven't really fared the best. So it's still an experiment, especially with the women's content, because they still need to put their best ever forward to make the money. Um, I think in, in general, and this is now the question, does the uh, ability, the inability to produce this on a second show, is that the linchpin that hurts the women's tournament? Because there physically isn't more time in the week for them to give this the most eyes on the tournament itself. It, it brings up the question to me of if you're going to do this Japan side of the bracket, but you're going to hide it on YouTube, <coughs> what's the point of doing it then? If you're only going to see the final person once they get to time. Now, maybe they'll do some little recaps the weeks as we're going by. Hopefully they'll do something to kind of put some spotlight on those people so it won't just be 
the Japanese YouTube bracket over there to just, you know, you don't really hear anything about it on Dynamite. Hopefully there's more, some more to it than that. But we know how they did before with the women's tag thing and how that was handled. So when it was announced last night, the big thing got me was just like, you know, I wasn't surprised, but it still don't make it any less disappointing that that's how they're handling it yet again. And I get that it's time constraints, and I get that there's probably a lot of concern that, you know, putting some Japanese women, putting a match from Japan that's been taped on TNT in primetime, that might not be a good idea, but right. you're making the decision to do that, though, as part of this tournament then. If it's not a good idea, then why are you doing it in the first place? <laughs> you know, which is it? Which is it? You know, are you committed to the idea or are you not committed to the idea? No, no, I guess no, no. we'll have to see how they handle it. And if they, you know, maybe if nothing else, we get like uh, this week in the other side of the tournament vignette or something or a little package no, breaking well, down what's been or happening. Dynamite? You mean, or Dynamite, yeah. you mean? Oh, well, yeah, yeah exactly. That, that's probably exactly. what's going to happen. Well, here's the question, though. They did one match on Dynamite and they have four more to go in the first round. Uh, there's no way in the hell that they're going to finish this up by the pay-per-view, which is in four weeks. Right. So now the question is, because obviously <laughs> you'd want this thing to finish at the pay-per-view because it's a championship match. Why, why wouldn't it? But fine. Let's let's assume that it's not. They're going to blow through the first round of the Japanese side on Monday. So you have the first round done in Japan, all accounted for. And then you have three more matches, presumably over the next three weeks, on the American side to play catch up with. It's unbalanced. It doesn't really right. make sense. Uh, so I think that that's an interesting thing because realistically, as the American side progresses over the weeks, I'm will I remember or to be excited about the Japanese side three weeks removed from their matches that they pre- uh, presented this Monday, assuming that the first round ends in three weeks. And then they go into the second round, which is, you know, four more matches. It's a very interesting thing. And the last thing on this, uh, the question that I, the last question I have is, what will the Japanese side look like? Uh, other than Wrestle Kingdom, Japanese shows look like NXT house shows in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not a, yeah, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. But until you see the Japanese writing on the wall in, in you know, Katakana yeah. or Hiragana, that may be Lakeland, Florida. Right. Yeah. So that's not appealing. Or not necessarily that's not appealing. I'm not going to state that as a fact because it could be. But it would be interesting to see what, how the American audience reacts to a fully produced Japanese show in Japan that does not look like a North American style show. Hey, you, look, you put on YouTube, it doesn't even matter because right. like they, they hate everything anyway. No, 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 fuck that. I'm talking about like when you re-air this on Dynamite or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About the whole scope of the production. Yeah. There is an American style and there's a Japanese style of production. Yeah. And if you look at the Japanese style, uh, it looks like a house show. Yeah. Yeah. In a laundry yeah. yeah. And, no. it is, and that's just what it is. So how will that translate to American audiences? Will people just look at the Japanese stuff and go, is this live from 1983? <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a quick question too. Like, are they so hell bent on ratings that it was never even ever yes. possible a chance of putting this on TV? Oh, well, well, that's well, that's the question though. Where do you fit this in? You have you have 16. I'm sorry, you have eight matches in the I, first round. They barely I, have five minutes for women. Where do you I fit would, eight matches in? I would have said go tell 
go full tilt and made it a special, made the Japanese sides a one day special. Brand they are. It's Monday on YouTube. Yeah, and that's again, they should have put on TV. And I think it's untapped potential of showing the American crowd the Japanese culture and style of wrestling that it could spike ratings because it is different. And I mean, it's it's literally, I, I would think that that's what wrestling fans are looking for. They're looking for that next big thing, that different aesthetic. I mean, people who hate NXT or don't watch NXT now because it's it's not the shiny new tool anymore. And AEW is, and that's what everybody was king to. And now they love to hate NXT too, like AEW. And, or if that's not even the case, you just watch AEW because it's different. All right, let's put a Japanese show on the TV. Maybe that's different. I mean, it is different, but the, maybe the idea is like, whoa, maybe this is different too. Maybe I'll check it out. I just, I really don't see what would be the harm in, in taking a chance and doing so with this grand opportunity to do so. Would you have put it on dark? No, no, no. yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would, but I definitely would have, I definitely would have pitched the idea of putting on TV first. Well, where do you do that? Because the bottom line is, is that they don't own the network and TNT may not have the space for an extra hour or two. Swap out one, swap out one night of of dynamite and put it on air. That would have sent people running to NXT. That would have sent people running. Yeah, that's not what happened. And that's the thing. Like, is it a given that they're going to go to NXT? It's still AEW and it's different. No, they could have gone to guys' grocery store. They would not have stayed for an entire women's tournament. That is absolutely my point, though. Yeah, stigma of the women in general. The lack of production from the Japanese side in general. If you turn on, if you turn on AEW at NXT at eight o'clock in the East Coast. And you see the small ass dimly lit ring with <laughs> with with nobody in the crowd, and uh-huh. he, and you and you have like a curtains that makes Ring of Honor look like WWE, <laughs> like Ring of Honor from like 03 look like WWE. If you put that shit on at eight o'clock against NXT or against anything, it doesn't matter. Well, Jamal, Jamal, you bring up the good point that people watch wrestling for all the wrong reasons. No, people watch wrestling mm. for the reasons that they choose to. And if, well, that's the, that's, if that's to keep up with the Joneses, then so be it. Well, true. But a lot of people also was just like, I can't watch stuff because it's not a crowd. And I'd be like, well, I'm sorry. I thought the action was what? in the ring. Oh, no, no, that's, 100%. No, that, no that's, oh. That's, that's, that's real. That's real. People <laughs> bitch all the time so about WWE when yeah. they have a crowd. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you watched for the action that was in the ring. And I will be damn happy to see a Japanese production on American soil we would, you and I right, would, right. That's but not the, the general populace would not a common thing. No, man. no, because well, they, and, they and did it, that. New Japan yeah, went to does, Dallas. Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't, and it doesn't help. This isn't NXT's ladies when the four horsewomen were first coming up and catching all that buzz. Yeah. The AEW's women's product just does not have that buzz to take that that big of a chance to be like you're getting the whole two hours in prime time on TNT. Won't it's work. just you don't hear that buzz about their women. It's just Which not like why. Explains why we didn't get Rosa and Layla at the start of the show with 15, 20 minutes because people would have said meh and gone and over turn, to see what else is going on. Turn the channel. But but this is but even still, for March Madness and, and college basketball has been a thing for legit a hundred plus years. <laughs> and every single year, it's election Sunday. Yeah. It's a two hour special hyping the tournament. Yeah. Now the tournament's gonna happen regardless. Mm-hmm. But they have a pre-show to the pre-show just to <laughs> tell you who's in the goddamn thing because you still need to sell it. And that's my biggest problem with this based on what happened on Dynamite is that they didn't sell the show. 
Yeah. They nope. didn't sell the tournament. Nope. They didn't give me a reason to care about these names on the other side of the world. Yeah. Assuming that I don't know them. They didn't really give me a reason to care about the fact that this is going to happen here because they've sold the main event, which they should. It's the main event. Right. But these other things, it just felt like an afterthought. And, and, and then on top of that, the match needed to be excellent. It was not. Yeah. Right. Okay. Closing thoughts on this one. Uh, anything else anybody want to add on this one? I just want to add this one quick question. Now, hi, guys. How are you guys? Sorry for my tardiness. Hello, so, so uh, Jamal, I'm going to ask this question for you. You have to Dude. pick one of the two. The Women's Tournament in AEW or the World Baseball Classic? Oh, the World Baseball Classic. I mean, that's not even fair. <laughs> that's I mean, that's, how is that an accurate question to ask, Marcellus? We all know we would pick that. Because, yeah. no, it's the same scenario as why people don't like the World Baseball Classic as far as, like, the content of, you know, when you talk about, you know, other countries and their product of how that is shown in their this little tournament, the same thing kind of AEW is happening, especially with the comments what? that you were making, Jamal. It just but, but, think but, about but you're asking what? me, though, and I watched the Little League World Series. Me too. Bro, That's my I favorite. Know. <laughs> I, I, know. Right, I just so want like, to, yeah. to hear your perspective yeah. on that. Well, because the reason the reason I'm with I'm with Jamal real quick is the fact that when you do the baseball classic, those countries or or principalities of origin, let's say the Latin American countries, Puerto Rico, Dominican Mm -hmm. Republic, they Mm -hmm. do big numbers in those markets in the states. Mm-hmm. We're not doing big numbers watching Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa. No. We're not going to do big numbers with Anna Jay and the Dark Order versus Britt Baker. So it's not an apples to apples comparison. But also, there's one other thing, and to your point, Damien, is that the production level is on a North American Major League yes. Baseball level. Correct. They're not playing mm-hmm. in some minor league baseball stadium in Caracas. They're not playing in front of <laughs> 2,500 fans in Mexicali. They're playing in Miami. They're yeah. playing in Phoenix. They're playing at the Tokyo Dome. These are these yeah. are professional Major League Baseball stadiums on the world level, and it's presented by ESPN or the MLB Network or or whoever in TVJ in Japan or whatever. You know, this isn't you know some rec league ball in in Australia, uh, <laughs> even though they have a team. So that's the thing that's very interesting to me about the production side of it mm-hmm. is that what will that look like, and how will Americans react that have never seen this before, and they go. This is what AEW looks like in 2021. Mm-hmm. This shit looks like it came it. out of 1975. That's going to kill it, though. And that could be. It will be interesting to see what the reaction is online. But but hopefully, uh, I'm here for the wrestling. I don't really care about anything else. But I know that the, I'm in the far right side minority on that. Just give, <laughs> just ring the just ring the goddamn bell and let the work happen. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds good. But, yeah, look, my, look I, I mean, I'm just going to quickly say, and we'll move to the next thing, is that AW clearly gives zero Fs about this happening. This is like <laughs> one of those things that somebody threw a dart at the board and it landed yep. on it. It was like, oh, shit. Guess we got to go with <laughs> That spaghetti got stuck to the wall, and they were like, well, guess we're going to have to work with it now. Yep. So, and, it, yeah. and it's sad, too, because all the tournaments make stars, and there's still a potential that it could happen. But damn, if one whole side is this lost in... The person to area of YouTube, then like, how? So yeah. briefly, so briefly before we switch gears, who you who do you think to that point yeah. is going to be the breakout star? Let's just say the American side for this tournament. I think I think they got to go back with Rio. You think it's just I, a reset for her? Yeah, that's I think the idea. Put, putting the batteries back in there. She was, I mean, she was grease lightning hot yeah. before the pandemic. She was white hot. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, and, and so I, all this it, just builds to Riho versus Sheeta. 
as like the big the big payoff at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it so feels like a thing. step backwards, but it would be kind of fresh. I don't know. Here, here's, yeah. here's the thing, though. Uh, I would agree with that. However, I think that this is the breakout tournament for Dr. Baker. That's what she I was going to say. That's, she, that's she what I was going to say. Um, I'm with pretty, you, Jamal. She had a pretty damn good match with Rosa last week. We know that they can work each other. They'll probably meet in the finals because of the way the brackets are laid out. Um, Conti versus Rose. It, uh, Conti versus Anna Jay is a, is a matchup that could happen, but probably won't um, because of reasons. Uh, Serena D versus Rio is, is a match that the nerds are going to like. Uh, you know, so that's a lot of plus <laughs> on, the, on that side. Um, and, you know, Rio um, Deeb has been solid since her ROH days. You know, never forget. Um, personally, I think that uh, Mesa Ruga is a fucking star. Okay. If you don't know who she is, look her up. Or actually, don't look her up. Because going to blind, you know, going with blind with an open mind, but, but Mesa Ruga is one I'm lo- really looking forward to. Maki Ito is hideously overrated. She's the uh, the A-Rod of this tournament. What? But, um, the she, 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 the she's the interweb darling, that's for sure. Yeah, she's definitely A-Rod? the interweb on, darling. Man. She's absolutely she's the not- A-Rod of this tournament before Balco. She's um, not out here sun tanning in Central Park. Stop it. Anyway, this is a name that I heard in some years. I would have never been able to remember that. <laughs> yeah, she is like A Rod in Texas uh, when he was playing, when he was for the Rangers, when they thought he was good. Um, <laughs> there, there's some flash, but there ain't no sizzle there. Uh, also, Rio- also- also, by the way, I just want you to know that Damien is definitely hot in his seat right now. He's trying to figure out how to rebuttal to this. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Well, I mean, just... 11 years, $252 million. So, yeah, good, good going, Rangers. But, um, <laughs> but then uh, Rio Mizunami is another one that is, can, can kick uh, and it's a buffet of ass. Uh, so, and Emi Sakura is great. She's a legit legend until yeah. she does a goofy-ass uh, Elvis gimmick. Which I can't freaking stand. I can't stand it. And I've been told that it's not Elvis. It's actually Freddie Mercury. And I didn't know who that was until I looked it up. Uh, because she looks like Elvis in 77. I'm, yeah, um, I'm just wondering, like, yeah, definitely Freddie Mercury all the way. Microphone and everything. Uh, right. I just thought she stole it from Christopher Daniels, to be honest with you. But either way, um, if those are names. Those are names from the Japanese side. I really hope that the production level is up to the American standard. Uh, because if it's not, the internet will cr- burn this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> mm. Mm. All right. So we'll, we'll know Monday. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll know Monday. Next week, we'll be able to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's half the show gone right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's just quickly hit our, uh, our last two topics and uh, get on with the rest of the show quickly now. Where is everyone on Twitch? Where's everybody on Cameo? As we know, a while ago, uh, a lot of WWE people got the a cease and desist, in other words, of their use of their um, social media. Then there was people that were just like, I'm just going to do whatever I want and reap the repercussions. And then there were some people that went and be stepped beyond that. I was like, and I'm going to get on Twitter and say what the hell I want. Thus ending... There and terminating their contracts with WWE. The person of interest here, Thea Trinidad, formerly known as Zelina Vega. Where's she been, folks? What is she up to? What is next? Um, I will say that by peeping in her social media. Well, first of all, I'll say this. Um, huge fan of the thing she was doing with her husband 
on yep. social media. I thought that was really cool. Haven't seen in a while. Uh, still see little tidbits and stuff um, of them on like, you know, short story videos and whatever, uh, but not as much as it was. And obviously he's still employed. He's still he's employed. Been, he's been MIA. employed. Yeah, <laughs> definitely MIA. Um, uh, Apparently but, not going anywhere. Yeah. Right here. He's locked in. Yeah, that's a contrast work. Uh, but um, ultimately, what's next for her? What would you like? What would you guys like to see? Uh, what do you expect? Uh, Jamal brought up a good point before we got started. It's roughly around her 90 days. So, yeah, something it, is the, to be made. The would clock t- is ticking. Yeah. The clock is ticking, and it's got to be coming up soon. And the silence is kind of deafening because when it was, when this was brought up earlier today, we were kind of up, coming up with our topics. It hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like, oh, yeah, what did happen to her? Because mm-hmm. someone was really vocal and making a whole lot of points and talking to pseudo celebrity politicians that are now more interested in running for mayor and stuff. And all that dried up before the holidays, even. And mm-hmm. there really hasn't been any talk about that since. So it really makes you wonder. It's like, OK, you were talking a lot about forming unions and rallying people and getting them together. And there ain't no talk about that now. Well, and the main people. You... <laughs> no, but still, but still, either way, that was, you know, I mean, it's the big thing that jumps out to me is, you know, we had all the the Andrew Yang talk and him uh, getting on Jericho and all this and making all this publicity. And now he's Mr. I'm running for mayor. So it's like, that's already out of his mind and Mm -hmm. gone. It appears. So what makes me wonder now when it comes to Thea Trinidad, I think we said this at the time when, when she left, it's like, okay, she might appear somewhere else. She might show up somewhere else. Lord knows she's a great talker and she's a hell of a personality and she could absolutely be used in that role again. But by that same token, who knows? Maybe this was the straw that broke break the camel's back, and she's out. And she's just gonna. She wants to do Twitch. She wants to do cosplay. She wants to do other stuff. And maybe she's done. Who knows? Maybe. I think the thing is, what does it exactly? If she shows up at AEW, if she shows up at Impact, if she shows up, you know, wherever, I don't see it being some huge difference maker. I don't see it being some huge like you know big huge splash where it's like, oh my god, this is a big thing. It would probably be a lateral move to what she was already doing but the elephant in the room is if you're any of these companies are you looking to hire someone that was making a big darn point about forming a union and a business that does not have that at all so i don't know if anyone's gonna be necessarily interested in picking her up when these uh, 90 days were coming due no absolutely they sh- they they should be because uh, money is money but yeah. and the question is it depends on on the who a lot of people get stuck on uh, seeing their favorite wrestler in this spot because it's their favorite wrestler on their favorite show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have the greatest player, but if they don't fit into the right system, they won't have the biggest opportunity to succeed. Uh, and I think with her, she's a decent wrestler and a better talker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she does have value in the on the wrestling scene and could make a splash somewhere. If Thea Trinidad showed up on Ring of Honor and say that, Either I'm going to be the forever women's champion, or she's going to leave the, leave the door leave the door open for people to come in behind her and like legit jumpstart the women's division. There, that would be a big splash for Ring of Honor, for MLW, maybe not necessarily for Impact, definitely for AEW because the because the marks uh, you know do like her, um, or she showed up in Mexico in in AAA once they get their shit together. 
Um, you know, or she hit the indie scene and just like made a, a splash at the collective for WrestleMania weekend, which we'll talk about later. Uh, you know, it's she still has the element of surprise on her side. And I don't think that just because her 90 days are up means that if she needs to just immediately show up on Dynamite. Well, this isn't the time. They're in the middle of a women's tournament. They have a pay-per-view coming up in, in, in early March. And, you know, there's not really a spot for her right now. So what does she want to do? Does she want to be on TV tomorrow or does she want to wait a month? Because it would be better to insert her into Dynamite probably March 15th. So there's still some surprise there. You know, there's still some things to do. Or you're right. She could just leave the wrestling business and go act. She was in the, um, um, the she was Fight AJ Lee. Family. Yeah, Fight she was AJ Lee in the, in the Page movie. Um, yeah. You know, so she has done some some work and, and stuff like that. She could explore that more or just make a fuck ton of money on Twitch where she had over 10,000 subscribers. Yeah, when, when nuts are first night. <laughs> well, because that was news, though. That yeah, was news. of course. So, of course. Yeah, I mean, look, she has nothing to prove in the wrestling world, but I will say mm-hmm. she could be a hot commodity in uh, Mexico because at the same time too, she brings an American audience with her and they yes. can use that. Yes. They're already killing it down in Mexico. That's why those companies were never ever in jeopardy. But when you able to match her with a certain person, also let her wrestle, I mean, the Crash, AAA, all these companies could potentially use her if she desires. But if she doesn't, as Jamal said, what is a content, a content creator, a lot of money for her to be there. She also has an IMDb. <laughs> I mean, in other words, yeah, she's active she before. Got she got yeah, she got yeah, yeah, she can do some things, you know? And that's what I was going to say, too. I'm going to go a different route with this. And going back to what you said, Jamal, about Twitch, I think she could actually make the Twitch. And if G4, if they're still making their comeback like they're doing, I think G4 could be a great aspect that's, that's to use pick. her use her on that platform because the G4 community is going to be the same as the Twitch community. And I that's think with that... Pick. With that big aspect that you could put her on that big market, I think WWE will start calling her back, and she's going to actually change the role of what you can use nope. with this Twitch in WWE. I'm not saying she's going to do that right now, but I think the so avenue. Well. Yeah, I think, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the G4 is no way damn hell good. Yeah, but the man. G4, I think the G4 aspect could be a good. Like she could be a money maker <laughs> as a face for G4. <laughs> but I think WWE will try to will try to impact that and build on that to bring her back. Because they already, have that. They already have that with Xavier Woods. Yeah, yeah, no, they get a female yeah, representation. Yeah, but here's the here's the thing. They they can't. WWE has a factory they, where they pump these back uh, backstage women out, like Caleb Braxton or Charlie uh, yeah, Caruso or yeah. Kathy Kelly. They all look the same. They're all between five six and five nine, and they're usually brunettes, and they have you know high cheekbones. There's hey, a factory in Iowa where they pump them out. What's that? What's that? What's that little thing on the on the playground when you uh, get on and it spins around in a circle? Merry go round. Hey, Merry go round. No, you talking about you talking about not talking about the, the, Yeah, not the, the manual one where you yeah, um, where you yeah, and, 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 and you go flying off. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal point. They're all sitting on there, and Vince is spinning that thing as fast as possible. And then you today? But no, yeah, Marcellus, you definitely was on the money until you brought up the WWE thing. I have to connect it back to wrestling sometimes, but my biggest point was G4. G4 is an amazing pitch, and not just G4, but you're going to have other players in the game who may try to, you know, get get invested into this, making her, you know, it's it's not a a Twitch partner, but uh, like affiliate. but like there's like a I think there's like another tier of people who are just like elite. I mean like the ninjas of well, their partners. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like the ninjas of the world, giving her an exclusive contract 
because she brings a celebrity with them, letting her host different events and, and so on. But like I, the WWE days is gone because once you go back into that, then that invites control. And that's the one thing content creators don't want. They so don't let me, want people controlling them. Let me ask a potentially interesting question. You're, we're talking about whether or not she stays as a content creator or goes back to wrestling in some way, shape, or form, or even acting. Which one is going to make her the most money, for one? Number two, which one is the one she's going to have the most fun in? Because if we're talking Twitch, that is such a niche spot yeah. for her to be in, mm-hmm. to be in a content creator, to be a ninja-type person or a PewDiePie-type person, where it's like, we're coming just for Thea Trinidad? I'm not. But then again, there's a, a select group of wrestling fans and stands who will join her there. Where I think she, where I think she was, should go, personally, I like the Ring of Honor idea. I like the her of partnering partnering her up with lesser talent to be their mouthpiece and then being in charge of the women's division over there. Wait, because what, there's no other women's division. Well, that's what I'm saying. She'd be a, she'll be in charge by default. Get it off the ground. Is, is Maria Manic signed or not signed currently? You know how Depends that Depends on the day you ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, her trajectory right now is all about being an independent contractor galore. She understands how this works now. So she goes to being Twitch. She gets some type of exclusive contract with Twitch or Facebook uh, Gaming, who's you know trying to be a player in the game now. And it goes from doing that to doing conventions, appearances, to ultimately uh, being uh, a celebrity cosplayer, to ultimately, you know, uh, Funimation or somebody saying, you know what, this person has a lot of momentum with them, has an acting background. Hey, would you like to be the voice of this new character for this show? And this okay, is money printing out. That trajectory, that roadmap has already been laid. So, of course, it's a, something that she could easily take up on. And again, all these people that do that, they have overhead and management, of course, but they still have so much freedom to still do other things. You go to WWE, AEW, anything, they all everybody's going to be like, I want my hand somehow in that. And it just doesn't work. And Ring of Honor, Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> but where else would she go to make an impact? Not impact, because right, she's already done the impact thing. So I, right. I can't see that happening. The big thing that she's got to know right now is now that it's been a good month and a half, two months since all that happened, one of the things we talked about when everything went down was how much was of her Twitch and her mm-hmm. OnlyFans and all that, how much of that was linked to her being on TV. And wow. now that that's dried up, how much has that dropped off in the meantime? Mm-hmm. So that's the that's kind of the elephant in the room that obviously she knows the answer to right now. How hot are her streaming stuff Mm-hmm. And all those revenue streams happening right now, now that she's been off of TV and out of the public eye for a while. Right now, she has 66,000 followers on Twitch right now. Okay. That is I not don't know a how much it, That's not a huge number. Yeah. But she does. So have she ten, ain't making all she, that money. Yeah, she what, has 10,000 subs, and that, you know, it starts at $5, um, yeah. which probably means that she sees $3 out of that because, you know, Twitch mm-hmm. won't get theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think that after the women's tournament is over, uh, what I would like to see right now is if she's coming to AEW, cool, do vignettes. We have we don't seen we really haven't seen a good vignette, a, a good time. video package tease in a long time. A- NXT, there's there's a 
absolutely Lee. The mystical adventures Nuke, is Zia Lee. Nuke, <laughs> right. Nuclear good. That's the only one I've seen in the last God knows how long. Right, but that's but that's but the yeah, point but is it's that it's a, large, it's a large art, a lost yeah, yeah. art, and we don't really see that anymore. Or what if because you know they have this thing with the inner circle kind of just dismantling, um, you know, what if she starts LAX in and in AEW? <laughs> okay, I, I would like that. That would be good. I mean, she could Ooh. still do her wrestling thing. You know, but it's her, Santana, Ortiz, Sammy, Ivelisse, all the pieces uh, are Diamante. there. If it's done correctly, though, all the pieces are there. It, it's, you are it's, right. it is there, and they do have a working relationship with Impact. To, if they need the overflow, I mean, that is a, definitely a thing that you can insert her in where she can assert herself. Mm. Just saying, that's true. Um, yeah, so, I mean, so, true. that's so a good another, spot. So, in other words, you're saying that. Maybe she needs to do. I mean, if she doesn't, if she goes full back full time wrestling, if not, she needs to pull uh, um, a Matt Cardona and hey, I'm a still a person type of thing, generate some buzz before she ultimately goes back down her own self venture. Because you, you, you're saying like it fizzled after the controversy and it hasn't been nothing to really, you know, when nothing's uh, happened. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's, that's just it. It's it's right. it's, it's, not, it, it's run it's run its course because nothing's really yeah. happened since then. Yeah, you know, this title line on the bottom should say, where is Thea Trinidad? <laughs> She's <laughs> on Twitch. We can confirm. That's where Damn, she is. Damien, why, why you got your stuff up real quick? Um, who has who has um, more followers uh, between her and Paige? I'll tell you right now. Can we guess? Mm. Can we? For, for my sure, money's on Paige. My money's on Paige. My easy number would be Paige, too. But it, Paige also hasn't done anything to, like, drastically increase her numbers. But, okay, so who who has more, Paige or uh, Thea? I think Thea has Thea. more subscribers, but I'm I think Paige has more followers. I'm going Paige because Paige has been around on a bigger stage for a lot longer. I'm going to go Paige uh, because she's white. <laughs> Paige has 176,000 followers. Okay. How Thea many has so, half that. Yeah. How many subs, though? Let's see. Paige does watch football, where she was doing the football thing. Yeah, I do well, she was also right. showing football with, from her top-down view, so that's another. Uh, well, Paige's top-down view <laughs> is always the uh, the camera I'm looking at. <laughs> it looks like she's got at least fifty thousand subs. Okay, so who ha- so Thea has more than no fifty thousand subs versus sixty-six k followers. No, yeah, think, uh, no, 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 no. You can have who has sixty-six. You, you can have less followers and more subs. You can be. Thea got sixty-six k followers. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said yeah. first she had subs. But Thea had that big boom. That's what I'm saying. Thea. Yeah, she had a boom, but compared to Paige, it was a pop. Oh, it was definitely <laughs> a pop. Right. So Paige has sixty-six thousand subs, and Thea yes. has how many subs? Ten thousand. Ten, like ten four hundred or something like that. Yeah, so like a sixth of that. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. I don't know why I thought it was like a hundred. So Paige has her beat on both fronts. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not even close. Also, also Paige contents is like hella good. Like she well, plays my favorite games too. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> she knows what she's doing. She knows. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, the football, the football thing is very, very strategical. <laughs> oh, what's that called, guys? That the fumble? I don't know. <laughs> Putting your bets right now. Wow. <laughs> Whoops. Nice person. To, to Jamal's point, it's because of the other thing. Let's be yeah. real. <laughs> nice person. All right. Yeah, exactly. Let's go on our last topic right now. And that is COVID. 
19. The Again? thing. That, <laughs> the never ending topic. The I that, thought it stopped. It was two years ago, right? Two years well, ago well, now, right? Well, well, well technically, uh, um, technically, COVID doesn't exist in Tampa, Florida. I watched the Super Bowl last week, and all I saw was a bunch of people who obviously know that that's true that COVID mm-hmm. doesn't exist. So pack the damn stadium, you know? So oh, in, in schools, apparently, also COVID doesn't exist. But I, I don't know. I guess uh, you know these these parameters out here and casinos, casinos, casinos also. Are good. Yeah, yeah COVID doesn't gamble. COVID's very religious. Yeah, it's you know COVID has a very COVID always wins. Right yeah, and this and is, it, this and is it, yeah. This, this is strand one we're talking about. Now strand two is a little bit more sophisticated, but we'll have those talks uh, at a future time. But <laughs> all jokes aside, with COVID, um, the plague. <sighs> WrestleMania season's coming up. Man, listen. And, yeah, two months. And that's always a very exciting time. Usually a time where we're planning on deciding if we're going to go or not. It is now, uh, you know, we we, we, we didn't cover it because we were on our break, but it's, it's announced that, you know, WrestleMania is back in Tampa, Raymond James Stadium, the Buccaneers Stadium, the same place the Super Bowl was at yep. for WrestleMania. Uh, tickets is not on sale yet, nor is a, a crowd. Uh, uh, has it been announced that a crowd will be there? But come on now, you wouldn't pick that place if it wasn't, right? They, they've Dave Dave straight up said pretty much that there will be a crowd and there yeah. will be tickets, but they are still working out the details of you know limitations and how that will be handled. And yeah. my 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 guess was this: they were waiting for the Super Bowl. They want yeah, to see how that cool. went. And that's the perfect test run. It's the same yeah. place, so it's like yeah. let's see what happens with that. Once that yeah. goes down, then we'll make our move. So exactly. I, I get why they haven't said nothing yet, but it's it's coming. It's coming. Okay, then yeah, then that's that. But anyway, along with WrestleMania, if you if you uh, folks don't know, is that it ain't just WWE, but WrestleMania is just that week is the mecca of all wrestling. Independent wrestling from all over the world comes into that town and runs shows all damn week and all damn day. Yes, you can watch wrestling. At 12 a.m. at night for about three to four hours with people who have not showered the entire week. Yeah. Fun times. And that was before COVID. <laughs> Fun times. Nonetheless. That's to get the extra strength COVID now. Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, because Florida, Texas, and what is it? Indianapolis or yeah. Indiana? Indianapolis. Yeah, okay. That's the three. Yeah. The three places who are immune to COVID. Uh, well, now that it's <laughs> in Florida, uh, all of the show and the independents are gearing up to run shows down there. This is so long and drawn out. So the goddamn question is, folks, look, hold on. Like, is this really legitimately a good idea that people are running shows down? And no. <laughs> <laughs> you know the answer to James. No. Are you sure, Damien? Uh, we're not no. hearing any news. I don't hear anything. All right. All right. Look, look, look. look. Here's uh, everybody. Take a part of this question and answer, and we'll we'll get to wrapping up the show after this. Look, independent shows are running WrestleMania weekend. Yes. Should it happen? If it should happen, how is it going to happen? Is there any safe way for this to happen? Any chance of you going? <laughs> I ain't setting foot in Florida. Ain't no way. Ain't I got no offered a job way. in Florida. I ain't going for that. Were you crazy? No. Jamal, as your uh, eyes tend to look as if you are uh, uh, planning a way of getting down there, what is your thoughts on this? 
$35 tickets to uh, Tampa State, to Tampa International Airport from National Airport. <laughs> Just saying. And the middle seats are still Jet open. Blue got you, Jet Blue got you. <laughs> are Jet Blue, are the middle seats still open for Jet Blue? Uh, yes, they are. Until, uh, yeah, I believe they are. There yeah. you go. No, here's the deal. If <laughs> if it is uh, just because it's legal doesn't make it right. <laughs> that, don't that, make is PSA announcement. that is your PSA announcement, everybody. Man. But, but, hey, shout, but, out, shout out to our fans in the UK. However, <laughs> what's right and wrong is up for you to decide. Mm-hmm. I can't true. tell you that going to fly into Florida to live out your childhood dream of going to the of being in a more exclusive WrestleMania than ever. They're supposed to have between twenty and twenty five thousand fans down there, not seventy five thousand. That means that not only are you of one of seventy five thousand people, you're one of a third of that that could possibly go and see this event live. That's pretty damn special. You also could go and partake in one of the many events. The Collective is going to be down there. WrestleCon is going to have a thing. Um, and and uh, whoever works with, uh, not, not Evolve, but the other thing. Um, there are going to be massive indie events. The Collective. Um, in that area. The, the Collective. Yeah, the one with, uh, oh, w, WWE. GCW. GCW. Yeah, no, GCW is a Collective. But, but basically, yeah, yeah, WWN, which is kind of a thing, but it's not a thing. Um yeah, GCW and part of the collective is running one, two, three, four, five, six, eleven shows over that weekend, Ooh, over yeah. three days uh, in Ebor City, Florida, which is a, which is in the Tampa area, five minutes outside of downtown. Uh, Ebor is beautiful. Um, the eighth, ninth, and tenth—that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday—and WrestleMania is Sunday. They're running the collective, and if you saw the. Um, show over the weekend a couple weeks ago when they had the 24-hour collective marathon. Um, right. It was a hell of a show. With that said, it is up to you to decide whether or not you want to go. If you're legally allowed to, then that's one question. That will answer your question very quickly. If you are and you choose to go, you assume the risk. Is it worse the risk to go see Effie? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And if it is, good on you. Spend your hard-earned money. Uh, Biden's giving everybody $1,400 if you don't owe child support. So go ahead and use that and go to a big gay brunch. It's, it's all on you. And that's, and that's, what, it's, that's what this all has been. Uh, nobody can make you, force you physically to do anything. If you go and get sick, don't, get, don't bitch about it on your deathbed. Uh, you saw Jason Kincaid live. Good on you. I'm <laughs> Ali's having a show, real hot girl shit, which was fantastic at the GCW 24 hour uh, event. For the culture had a sparkling show at the mm-hmm. um, at the 24 hour event. That was amazing. Um, and I think Trisha, no, not that's this weekend, but but basically it was a, it was a hell of a show. I'm not saying go. I'm not saying not go. But what I what what I will do is get a bucket of chicken wings. And watch that some bitch on Powerbomb TV or independent wrestling right, TV. Right. <laughs> play, it, play it safe. And like I said, if you're going to go, know what you're getting into. Lord knows. Think about how these shows normally are with these darn fans. What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? Exactly. Look, look, can you, I, you already know how sketchy these events are to begin with. And ha- hell, has there ever been a WrestleMania 
that you haven't heard about fans coming back with the plague I as it just, is already nope. without a plague already yeah. here now. I was just about to say, I wish I, I could. I mean, hepatitis was a good year if you only got hep. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh Lord! And look, look, I was just about to say, man. If only I can clip uh, when we were talking about the Hall of Fame at WrestleMania down in um, New Orleans, and it was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, a lot of people got sick, and then it was like, oh yeah, that's because um, there was an in, in, uh, international group of people who had came knowingly sick and ransacked all the people who basically was in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which then start to spread through other independent shows that night. And it was just, it's just crazy. And yeah, that was before the plague happened. So like, you can assume that there will be a sickness there of some sorts, plus COVID-19, uh, 1.0 and 2.0. There's a lot of reasons why I'm just, I, I just would never, what like, and here's the thing. I'd be 100% honest. I started thinking to myself, I was like, I'm curious to know how WrestleMania is going to be. I potentially may go if, WrestleMania is done how AEW does their show. Then mm-hmm. the Super Bowl happened. And then I was like, nah, I'm out, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Because I look, no one else, no one can sit here and tell me that they sold exactly the amount of tickets they were supposed to. That crowd look, and I get the cutouts was there as to give the illusion, but nah, bro. That thing look overly, overly. And then you know what, you know what even makes it even crazier? As soon as the show is over. As soon as the Super Bowl was over, there was a crowd of people amongst that right outside the stadium. Yep. Partying in the streets. Of course. Partying in the streets. Tampa won the Super Bowl. Of course they're going to be partying in the Not streets. In their cars. They've, they've never won a Super Bowl before. <laughs> yeah. No, they have. They have. That's also, they have. Uh, 2004, Brad Johnson was the quarterback. John Gruden's first uh, year. Yeah. Oh, they, they won yep. that? Yeah. yeah. Dexter Jackson yeah. against the Super Bowl MVP against the Raiders. Look at that. Oh, okay. Okay, I remember that. <laughs> I was thinking of like the orange shirt, orange crush jerseys uh, days. New, the Benny Testaverde days. No, 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 yeah, right. Or Trent Dilfer, if you even like. And that. then the day, those people inside or outside the stadium, there's still people out doing their damn thing as if nothing is happening, and you have to fight through an an abut like a essentially you have to really go through a plague of people to get through. <laughs> it, it just it just doesn't it doesn't the read. Walking Dead. Yeah, so like I don't know, those numbers should be coming out soon, but like I can imagine like that's it's not a good look. It's too big of a risk, you know? It's it's like walking it's like literally going down the wrong neighborhood in the wrong colors. Like it's just too big of a risk. Just know potentially something may happen. So um not the not the chances I would take, but like to be honest, all, all realness, like AEW and their format, how they're doing things is still intriguing to me, and I definitely would still want to get down there to see a show. Um, and they still getting got. It's not like the AEW stars aren't like you know getting uh, uh, sick yeah. Yeah. or missing because they're sick. Yeah, because Jellis Short is bringing his tubby ass up to another indie show, and you know he was at the collective and he had to sit at home for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, that, Nick Jackson, well, you know, was there for a little while. I mean, I think the thing is this year may be a wash, but obviously next year it's, it's going to happen down in Dallas or in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Um, the question will be is where we are as a country then, yeah. uh, how many people have been vaccinated, uh, your herd immunity, blah, 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 or did the economy fall off a cliff and we're just, or you know, well, fuck WrestleMania because we're all eating out of bread lines anyway. Because <laughs> we're depression I mean, like there, there's a lot, we, we are at the precipice of some shit going down and it can either go really well or really badly. But the bottom line is, is that we don't know how this is going to look. 
However, WrestleMania as a venue in Dallas is in Arlington, which is fuck all from Dallas, in between Dallas and Fort Worth. There's nothing else there. And one would think that most of the other shows uh, would be in, in Dallas itself, downtown, at the American Airlines Center, or um, at the... Fort um, Worth has some arenas. Fort so Worth, Fort Worth arena. has an arena, or at state, the State Fair, um, north of Dallas. Um, so they have a little bit uh, more room because WrestleMania itself, the only event that will be there will be at Jerry's World in uh, Dallas, in Arlington, assuming that they have it there because the Rangers have a new ballpark, which would be cool to have it there over the football stadium. But um, Dallas, it seems to be more appealing. But uh, this year, nah, because Florida. But then again, next year is still Texas. And Texas is still going to Texas. Exactly. Yep. That's why they picked it. That's why they didn't run to California. They didn't want to chance California where they're not playing none of these games. Right. <laughs> they're like, California got to wait to 2023. <laughs> right. So uh, we, we just have to wait and see for next year. All that to say, I will see you guys next year in Arlington when you come down here. <laughs> be there. On Zoom, if I don't get I vaccinated. Be, I will be vaccinated, <laughs> so I will see y'all next I'm year. I'm finishing out my final one, February 20th. He said. That same on, day, I get my second shot the 20th, too. There you on, go. We have the on same Zoom. <laughs> on Zoom. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our topics and the awkward silentness of the day. Do we have news and notes this week? Yeah, of that's right. Of we do. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, really quickly, people keep asking about Velveteen Dream. Uh, Triple H had his conference <laughs> call for NXT, and he basically said, uh, yeah, he still works here. Stop fucking asking me. Um, that was actually <laughs> the most interesting thing out of the conference call that happened. Uh, you know, he doesn't know why Steve Cutler was cut. Um, Bronson Rex Steiner, who is the son of Rick Steiner, uh, who was uh, at the Ravens camp earlier this year. Uh, he's been invited to WWE, no worries, oh. contract. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, NXT still gets snubbed at WrestleMania and Hunter would love for them to be there. But uh, obviously that's not going to happen because NXT is the red- redheaded stepchild. So yeah, the, the conference call happened. It wasn't super awesome, but um, uh, Velveteen Dream still works there. Uh, yeah. Peacock. They need a manager for the WWE. <clears throat> Basically, what that is, they're looking for somebody to run the Peacock version of WWE's interaction with them. Uh, the, the Peacock app, the website, um, and all that good stuff. They need all of that to work out. So, if you're willing, if you're in the New York or Los Angeles area, uh, you know, put in your application. Uh, according to the website, you must have three years of experience managing the title operations or publishing at a large scale editorial. Um, and are willing to work in 30 Rock or Universal City, Los Angeles. Um, and then, of course, be able to suck a big Vince McMahon dick if you need to. But <laughs> look, look, all, look th- those folks that's working at Quibi, all of them are on the line right now. <laughs> they <laughs> are. They certainly are. <laughs> they camped out as soon as that thing came up for offer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looking like a Black Friday sale for that application. <laughs> right. Uh, Cody Rhodes apparently uh, uh, partially tore his rotator, rotator cuff in a uh, dynamite match that was aired yesterday. This was the tape show, so he's it's already a week and a week removed from that injury. Uh, of course, this puts the uh, the angle between him and Shaq, which is the only matchup that I really want to see. The day, which includes the debut of the debut of Jay Cargill and uh, the re-debut of Red Velvet as like an, an official main player on the uh, main roster. 
but we'll see how what how that affects his match and whether or not he'll be able to get it in with a torn rotator cuff by March 3rd. Um, Leo Rush is the MLW, is a champion in MLW. He's a champion in AAA. And apparently he's going to unite the MLW and, and uh, AAA Cruiserweight titles. Hmm. Cool. Um, I didn't realize that he was working MLW and New Japan on their LA uh, Dojo roster and um, and AAA as well. So good on you, Lionel, for uh, getting that money. He's getting pesos, dollars, and yen, uh, and it's all going into his cash app. So I'm not mad at him. Uh, <laughs> and getting that MTV Challenge paychecks too. He certainly True. is. <laughs> The king of Wednesday night. (laughs) One thing that is very interesting about a particular tweet from Finn Balor from February 4th last week. He only tweeted a simple prayer emoji, prayer hands emoji. That tweet went to Machine Gun Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, Kenny Omega, Tonga, Fale, AJ Styles, Young Bucks, Adam Page, and Jay White. Finn Balor tweeted the Bullet Club, except Adam Cole. And I think this is probably the most interesting thing that nobody's talking about. Not because he's a WWE guy tweeting New Japan people and AEW people, but because is there enough money in the world to get Vince McMahon to move on this in a real way that could potentially see Bullet Club in Impact, New Japan, AEW and NXT at the same time. Nope. Nope. Well, New Japan, I mean, New Japan would have to allow it. They own the whole thing. They do. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise we'd end up with what, what was AJ Styles had the, the club, the only club that matters. The club, the OC. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd get but that the, again. But the thing is, is though, money talks. And if you haven't shown it, like, you know, and if they can work out a licensing deal to sell Bullet Club merch in WWE. WWE could print their own money. Okay. I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's not possible, but money does talk. And if Vince and if Finn Balor is tweeting the Bullet Club from his, you know, as Finn Balor, and Adam Cole is replying to with a picture of himself in a Bullet Club t-shirt. Sorry, Adam, we don't care. But (laughs) I think it's interesting enough. That in in some chaotic end of the world scenario, that Bullet Club could be what the NWO never really was. And if that happens, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what. That's that's unprecedented. Um, Braun Strowman uh, apparently hasn't been on TV because he's sick with a blood infection. But yep. I guess that's what happens when you're a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> oh, um, damn. Damn. In Tampa, you're absolutely right. Uh, WrestleVotes on Twitter has said that uh, WWE did send representatives to the Super Bowl to scope it out, uh, scout it out to see how they can best pull off their uh, uh, WrestleMania event, which is over two nights uh, this year. Uh, The thing is, is that they had uh, 20,000-ish people in the stands, including Cody Rhodes, um, and they had... um, 7,000 or so first responders and healthcare workers that have already been vaccinated, good on them. And the rest, of course, were uh, cutouts, like they've been having at baseball stadiums and stuff like that around the um, around the league last year, last season, rather. So WrestleMania, with 
40,000 cardboard cutouts could be a thing. Um, They won't get $100 from me. Not from me. But I can assure you there's a bunch of marks out there that would be glad. There are. And how many will show up in Alexa Bliss (laughs) t-shirts? All of them. All Uh, of them. Yeah. not Definitely not sure we can ever talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So so then I I will say real quickly, uh, an actual PSA, your favorite wrestler doesn't give a shit about you. Move on with your real life and stay off Twitter. Thank you, sir. You know who you are. Fuck off already. Especially yeah, when your accounts keep getting shut down. <laughs> Take it as a message. <laughs> Move, moving on. Hey, um, to, to, hold on, hold on. I, because I, I, I feel you getting ready to, uh, to turn it down. How are you going to forget about your favorite wrestler, since you brought that up, and Laurel Sullivan being released? And you're not going to oh. mention that. Oh, it's about to cuss. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Well, well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the new segment. And Laura Sullivan doing anything other than jumping off the Empire State Building to his death is a noose. <laughs> he can pick the darkest hole, go in it, and go fuck himself. <laughs> so there's that. Or go um, back on camera and start fucking other people. Well, there's that's that the too. only way he's getting work. I mean, look, sex work is legal work. So if Mitch Connor wants to make an appearance, <laughs> OnlyFans is available to you. Go get him, Tiger. Um so there's a bunch of wrestling, of course, this weekend because that, why that guy gets wrestling? it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why with the wrestling stops? Uh, Ring of Honor is new this week uh, from uh, Catonsville, Maryland. Beautiful downtown Catonsville. Um, <laughs> hey, shout out to my man Gresham, winning wrestler of the year, Ring of Honor, holding it down, the foundation being resigned. Uh, also, bringing that up too. Uh, oh, O'Shea and Sledge uh, both making. Or both being, well, mm-hmm. I don't know if I officially seen O'Shea being signed, but I'm pretty sure he's definitely trending towards that official announcement soon. Either way, that would just be uh, absolutely foolish to not make it, to not get the deal done. But either way, they had their uh, debut match uh, last week too. So you know, hats off to two dudes I know that's been working their ass off uh, mm-hmm. to uh, get on on radar. So uh, and also match as well too. But yeah, it's a lot of good things happening in the ROH. But please, we need that last. One huge thing. Right. Watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good thing. Um, uh, the road to New Japan, uh, New Japan's road to Castle Attack uh, is this weekend. Uh, NXT Takeover Vengeance Day, because why would you use the same Valentine's Day massacre that you already own? Uh, but Vengeance Day is a thing, and that's going to be on the 14th. Uh, Impact has their pay per view, uh, No Surrender, uh, which features some AEW product as well. That's on the 13th. Bloodsport is on the 13th. Um, and uh, Ring of Honor, of course, is this weekend. SmackDown is, uh, is Friday night as well. Uh, so there's still a lot of wrestling uh, to come. And then, of course, on Monday, the women's tournament for AEW uh, in Japan will happen on YouTube at 7 o'clock. Uh, Dark, of course, is on Tuesday afterwards. The last thing uh, about wrestling, that I have one more kicker after that. Uh, NXT, we really don't talk about ratings that often because it's usually not interesting, but re- NXT finished... 62nd in the ratings. I know that's that's yeah that's that's pretty far down there. But to be fair, the travel of the centuries happened on on, on U.S. television, and it's yeah. fucking riveted. But the, the travel of the centuries it last night. The travel of the centuries happening. The news is crushing everybody, uh, and I and I get it. Where's my man Guy Fieri at? Uh, so Guy Fieri, the challenge um, was number one. I know that. And Dynamite right. was the second non-news show. On TV last night, but guys, grocery games thirty third. Kind of, 
Rigged. But rigged. Are all rigged. <laughs> just as important as that, the NXT got absolutely dog walked by my 600 pound life. Oh, that's that's sad. Oh, and this well. was the this was the go home show for their takeover pay per view. Remember when that was a thing that you needed to watch. The very last thing is not a wrestling thing, and it's kind of a story that I've been following over the past week. Uh, you know the girl in Louisiana who uh, super glued her hair. Oh <laughs> yes, girl there's glued her hair. There's, there's a happy Poor ending thing. here. So uh, so so dear Tessica, uh, in 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 Louisiana from Louisiana, uh, she uh, made it to California to you did it for free. Uh, okay, uh, can I can I tell the story? Uh, so she, uh, you know, she super glued her store, uh, her, her hair, because she ran out of hairspray. Uh, the glue was Gorilla Glue, and I'd be goddamned if it didn't work. So <laughs> the glue, her hair didn't move, nor did it grow, and she tried to wash it out, but Gorilla Glue, it works. Yeah. And, and she was stuck with helmet hair that burned the Jesus out of her scalp uh, <laughs> for a long time. She turned her head into a holographic Pokemon. God, that thing was shiny, boy. <laughs> she looked like a me. <laughs> uh, but the long and short of it was, if she didn't want to wear that bicycle helmet for the rest of her life, she would have needed to do something uh, to get it off. And this doctor, a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills, Dr. Michael Obeng, uh, he performed the surgery for free in his office in California. Um, basically, he just chemically washed it away with uh, acetate, uh, a little bit of aloe, um, and some goo gone. Asked for by name. Oh, um, you, know what's, you know what's crazy? I legitimately suggested glue gone. I was like, but that's also just as dumb as putting Gorilla Goo in your hair, bro. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> so so they, had, they had a little bit of that um, and four hours of, of treatment, and she was able to get her hair back. And, and the good doctor was able to save a lot of her hair. Um, we don't know how she was able to get there or whether she paid for the flight herself or anything like that. But the most important thing is that the procedure cost $12,500. And he did it for free. Yeah. A happy ending. Because she, a happy ending. Clout. Yes. Clout. And on top of that, too, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, did this whole thing become just a big thing for her? Because, like, now she's verified on social media. And I just. Well, she needs to be verified because. <laughs> she Gorilla Glue Girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, damn. That's well, my see, catch me outside girl. Well, see Tyler, see, Tyler Creator was smart that when he ate that roach back in the day and that made him oh. took off. Like, so you know, these type of things I see are the recipe to success in the future. Do something dumb, you usually get rewarded. Get, you usually right. get dumb, you usually get dumb rewards. Now it's like you get good rewards. In Texas, at Damien, correct me if I'm wrong, when you have a traffic yeah. accident on the highway, don't they put up a big tarp around the accident so that you can't look at it because rubbernecking is so bad in Texas? No, they don't do that, unfortunately. I've, I've, Not in my I've, part of Dallas. Okay. I've seen that in Houston where they put this giant tarp around an accident scene so that people can just keep on moving out low look at it. And the point is, is that Squeaky Wheel does get the grease and uh, good on her for, you know, I don't know, not using Instacart or going to the store or whatever, but just getting some Gorilla Glue and spraying her hair down. And, and you know what? Well, good on Gorilla Glue because it's free advertising because that shit definitely worked. Yeah, I'm that's the news for this week. Definitely glad to see what's up with them Tide Pods. You know, don't, that might that might don't be bring my, that back, man. Don't bring that, that back. Be my, you already been down be that road. Mm. Mint chocolate chip for me. 
Hey, look, last thing, and then we're done. Sasha Banks versus Kiera Hogan. Oh, jeez. I'd rather see the match. Yeah. That's it. What, what, why is Kira keep going back to this? Is it just she's, she needs the attention? She thinks it'll piggyback her to, like, something? Because she's done it before. And she goes back to I, I don't get what she thinks she's going to accomplish with it. Because you know that Sasha crew, they ain't, they ain't playing with her. Yeah, you know? that's the only thing I got to say about that. Is that Sasha crew is getting up there with the beehives and mm-hmm. uh, Rihanna, play. Rihanna's army, whatever they're called. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, Sasha crew don't play. Yeah, it's it's getting a little intense. <laughs> like you, they see no wrong in anything. So, um, yeah. Either way, like it's all unproductive. Like I would like to see just the whole situation fizzle. But then, like, it's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, yeah, Kara came out saying that she was mean to her. Like, that what? you typically, yeah, in some future, uh, excuse me, in some past uh, rendezvous, said she was mean to her. And that's, that definitely raised some eyebrows in the wrestling community because it's always, again, it's like, you're a wrestler, I'm a wrestler, we should, you know, at least be able to be cordial. And she definitely was very avid about that she was mean to her and in, in the past, and you know, Tasha, Sasha always. Hey, I'm not talking about Sasha no more because uh, I'm not going to get his blackball. Yeah, but I will say the the inverse of that. Now I love Sasha. Media and Beyonce. The inverse, the inverse is uh, Bianca and Naomi right now with the big love fest on their social medias today, and I'm I'm very grateful to see the fact that those two, instead of people saying, "Oh, well, they should fight each other," no, how about like you said, two James? How about women's wrestlers just kind of hey. Let's let's get together on this. Let's actually be a team here. Yeah. Well, 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 we know how wrestling fans are. If that person looks like potentially like that person looks like the counterpart of that person, then they need to fight. You know, every time you talk about like dream matches and stuff like that, people don't actually equate that to skill. They look at people Mm -hmm. who similarly look to each other. So. And also, Um, I think today is the six year anniversary of the four horsewomen's fatal four at NXT takeover. It is. So go back and check that match out, people. If you've not seen it in the six years, it's still good. Yeah. Also, Miko Sakamura got me to watch NXT UK. Damn right. Yeah, I made her debut. That's right. Yep. So that's that. All right. We out. We got we, 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 we out. Done. Look, folks, each and every Tuesday live on the social media. Thursday. Thursday. I'm sorry. Thursday, I, not Tuesdays. I don't know. I said that before, and I don't know why I keep saying Tuesday. Um, each and every Thursday. On the socials, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, join in on the conversation. Sit us up in the comments. Um, you can get all our latest information, news, and all that other good sorts at BigGoBeltGroup.com. Um, and obviously, you can catch our replays of the podcast, which drops the immediate day on Friday um, at some point during the day. Just you keep an eye out on the social media. You'll see when it drops. Or you can just, you know, follow us on, uh, you know, whatever uh, podcast thing that you are accustomed to. Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you want. We're on all those Spotify. Things. Spotify. Everything. Yeah. Tout, yeah. Uh, <laughs> OnlyFans, all that. Whoa, we are not Wait, OnlyFans. What? We are not <laughs> OnlyFans. What? You trying to tell us something? What's happening? <laughs> that's, a, that's a secret account I didn't know about. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, as anybody knows, Sellers dropped out early. I guess he had to uh, uh, update, some content. The, update the content. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, we out, folks. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you all oh, next week. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <Smellers. laughs>